I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Okay, so 11.52. So you'll remember how Jesus begun this little section just back at verse 39 about Pharisees who are very clean on their cups on the outside. Here's my very clean cup. And the Pharisees were brilliant at polishing the outside. They look sparkling from the outside. But then you you turn the cup on inside. Actually, you see, you can't quite see, but this is rather old grotty tea and it's stained on the edges. And the Pharisees were a bit like that, in that they were all concerned about the outsides with all the religious pomp and ceremony. But inside their hearts, their inner man, well, was very cold, very adrift, uh, very um, um, indifferent, really, to the Lord. Something on the outside, but something else on the inside. And we see the final sort of manifestation of that today is this idea that how we can be experts in the law in the Old Testament, in the Torah, uh, that these Pharisees were, and yet still be outside of the kingdom. So look how Jesus puts it. Woe to you, experts in the law, because you've taken away the key to knowledge. So they know their Bible so well. Uh, so here's my bike just here, look. And there's a lock. There's a lock. Here it is. I've got my keys here. And the Old Testament is a bit like a beautiful old bike that's meant to be ridden upon because it leads to Jesus Christ. He's the great pearl in which we find um, all the treasures. And that's what the Old Testament's always pointing towards, Jesus himself. And it's, by, it's like a bike that wants to be ridden around Richmond Park, as I might do later if it cools down, we'll see. But what the Pharisees were doing, it was like they were, the way they were teaching the Old Testament, it was like the, the lock was... Well, firmly locked. The bike was going nowhere. It's not going anywhere near Richmond Park because they were keeping it locked up. The key, they were keeping, well, they'd never had the key. Jesus is the key. He opens up the lock. He's the one who makes the Old Testament make sense. And yet, tragically, sadly, these most religious of people, the Pharisees, hadn't got the key. And so the scriptures remained locked up to them and locked up to other people, which is such a tragedy, isn't it? Because the Bible is all about bringing life and love and light through Jesus, the one, of course, who through the Spirit caused the Bible to be written. And Jesus's words about this lock is somewhat offensive. Notice how they grumble. They fiercely wanting to besiege him, wanting to trap him. Because it's offensive, isn't it, to be told that our religiosity is getting in the way of the kingdom. And just as it was true 2,000 years ago, it can still be true today, whether it's the upper echelons of institutional religion or or even you and me, even in our day-to-day lives, in a funny sort of way, we can go through the motions and yet inside be rather cool towards him. And that's why we need the wonderful grace of Jesus who cleans us up from the inside, who unlocks our hearts as well as the scriptures to soften them towards him. And if we do that, well, well, we'll be amongst the crowds that 
whored towards him, not like the Pharisees driven from him. So let's just take a moment's quiet, shall we, and ask again the Lord to, by his spirit, cleanse our hearts, which he does. He gives us a new heart as we trust in Jesus. And so he doesn't say woe to us, but he says welcome to us because he unlocks our hearts and his word. So just as we pray for the scriptures to be unlocked with the key that is Jesus, so we pray for Christians who are locked up, up and down our world, particularly the top five from the Open Doors World Watch List, Yemen, Libya, Somalia, North Korea and Afghanistan. Let's pray for God's strengthening of persecuted Christians in those countries who are under lock and key. And then secondly, we'll pray too for the work of Bible translation, a fifth of the world still having the Bible not in its own language of the, their own languages. Um, so let's pray for the work of Wycliffe Bible Translators and other organisations as they try and unlock the scriptures in the very languages of these different um, tribes and nations.